Why are you looking at me like that? Because you're just a mess. <laughs> Pardon me while I take a sip. Passive aggressive sip. Mm. Didn't you have a crazy weekend? I did, but I'm not as crazy as yours, obviously. My weekend's still going. Oh, good for you. Let's get into the show. We got things to do. Do we have time for around the room, or should we just get, get into horoscopes? Skip that, unfortunately. Yeah, see, you took up all of our time for around the room. All right, all right. Let's get into horoscopes. I'm sorry. Yeah, you went around the radio station. My teeth are brushed and my underwear is on the correct way. <laughs> Thank God. Can you say the same? Yes. Show me your underwear. It's fine. All right. <laughs> Let's get into your horoscope. Samantha's in here. There's Danielle. You start, Danielle. All right. Kristen Stewart, she's celebrating today. Happy birthday. Capricorn, an exciting career break is in your future. Remember not to let it affect your personal life. Your day is a nine. Aquarius, a visit from an old friend will lift your spirits. It'll feel like old times. Your day is an eight. Hey, Pisces, don't let an unexpected setback throw you off guard. Lean on your friends for support. Your day's a 10. Aries, take your mind off a temporary situation. Get together with friends and pass the time. Your day's a 9. Taurus, avoid jumping to conclusions. Find out the truth before getting caught up in the frenzy. Your day's a 7. Gemini, your creative energy is worth listening to. Your mind may shift from one focus to another, but stay with it. Your day's a 10. Alright, Cancer, an unexpected change in the workplace could leave you feeling anxious. Don't feel discouraged. Your day's a 9. Leo, advice from an old friend may completely change your perspective. Their words will leave you feeling rejuvenated. Your day's an 8. Virgo, strange dream has you feeling restless. Pay attention to it. Your subconscious is trying to tell you something. Your day's a nine. Libra, take time before making any quick decisions. Those around you may be irritable, but don't let that affect you. Your day's an eight. Scorpio, typical artist flock has you questioning your intuitive nature. What? Yeah. Let's start over. What? Typical artist's flock. Blo- artist's block. Okay, so start over. Typical art. Oh. No, no. Who is it for? Scorpio. Scorpio. All right, Scorpio. Typical artist's block has you questioning your intuitive nature. Don't worry. It'll all be back to normal by tomorrow. Your day's a nine. See, that makes sense now, right? You think so? Yeah. I still don't think it makes sense. I get it. <laughs> well... Sagittarius, the rumors you're hearing are no more than gossip. Check the facts before driving yourself crazy. Your day is a 10, and those are your Monday morning horoscopes. All right, there you go. All right, I think we've got it together now. No, we don't. Uh, no, we don't. <laughs> I think we do. I've got artist's block. Artist, artist, art, art, artiste block. Yeah. Let me tell you something. This show has never had it together. If we had it together, it would sound stupid. Yeah. So it's okay to screw it up sometimes. That is true. Speaking of screw up, good morning, Greg T. Hey, Elvis Duran. Good uh, morning. Good morning, Coming show. up next, we've got to spin the wheel of pride. And I've got some good games to play today. Well, we'll be the judge of that. Yes. All right, we're going to spin the wheel coming up. Should we take a break? All yeah. Right. All right, we're back. Are we back on schedule? Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Welcome to Monday. You guys ready for a Monday? Yeah. Let's have a Monday. You never know what will happen in the Mercedes-Benz interview lounge. It's been a few years since Jesse McCartney came to see us. Yeah. Diana wants to say hi to you. Hi, can you hear me? Hey, Diana. Oh, yeah, there is a phone you. problem. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I hear her screaming. Where are you calling from? Uh, my car. Yeah, it sounds is great. Is your car in hell? <laughs> <laughs> the 2018 Mercedes AMG E63 S sedan. Unrivaled luxury meets unbridled power. Test drive one today. Mercedes AMG. Driving performance. Elvis Ran in the morning show. So here I am staring at a bag of Tate's Bake Shop thin, crispy, buttery chocolate chip cookies. And as soon as I'm done talking to you, I'm opening this bag and no one's going to stop me. Tate's Bake Shop cookies at your favorite market. Uniquely crispy, deeply delicious. Elvis Duran in the morning show. All right, look, I know we're not the only people who are just kind of a beat off. Mm hmm. On a Monday. 
It's the Monday beat-off. It is. <laughs> oh, I think Greg T would win that. <laughs> hey, uh, Gregory. Yes, sir. How was your weekend? It was really nice. It started off with a bang on Friday. and uh, yeah. Did you uh, smoke cigars in Uncle Ted's shed? <laughs> <laughs> oh, did we? Let me tell you something. So he put a television I was telling you last weekend, right? Okay, well, hold on. He put a television in shed? So he's really handy. So he ran a wire underneath like the, the, the lawn, and he hooked it up into a shed, and through Wi-Fi now, he extended Wi-Fi, so we watched Full Metal Jacket in the shed, and we smoked cigars, and we incorporated shots into it. We did shots of Jameson. Wow. You know oh what? I bet the fire department would shut yes. you guys down. Yeah. You have a wire across the lawn. You're yes. watching. What'd you watch again? Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket Great while smoking movie. cigars in a shed. Not yes, good. and we made old fashions. You're drinking in a woodshed while smoking. Yes. <laughs> All right. Sounds like yep. fun. All right. Uh, our, let's see. We have someone ready to spin the wheel of prizes. Good morning, Ashley. Hello, Elvis. How are you? We're doing well. Not only are you spinning the wheel of prizes, but you're also our first caller of the day because we screwed up the beginning of our show. And yeah, so, Elvis screwed it up. Oh, hush. Wheel of All right, Ashley. The uh, wheel of games. It's not the wheel of prizes. I'm sorry. The wheel of games <laughs> is full of all sorts of games. What games are on the wheel of games? It's going to land on one of these, Ashley, and you're going to play, whether you like it or not. So game one w- could be it's in your purse. Okay. So what we do is I, I reach my hand into Danielle's purse, and then I'm going to grab something, and then I start to, like, no. feel around. What do you mean? You don't put your hand in a woman's purse. Well, that's the game. I mean, it may not land <laughs> on what, that one. Here's what the game should be. Yes. You win what's in the purse. So you grab whatever you can out of Daniel's purse, that's and you right. give it away to the to the. Oh, Ashley, no. right. Ashley, you're going to win something out of Daniel's purse. No, I right. don't like this game. All right. The next, okay, if it lands on, it's in your purse, we're yeah. going to give you something out of Daniel's purse. What yes. The, the next game is called Five Finger Beer Belly. Right. So, so on this one, Asterius lifts his shirt, and then I smack it, his belly as hard as I can. And if I leave a handprint of five fingers, then Ashley wins the prize. Like this one. You will not do Let's that. Do this one. Ashley, this do, you, do you secretly want to play Five Finger Beer Belly? Yes. It sounds fun. All right. Okay, the other thing uh, the wheel could land on is what did Raul say? So I finally sat down and I recorded a bunch of things with our parking attendant, Raul, and I asked him all his questions, and then I would ask Ashley a question, and then we'd go to Raul, and she'd have to guess whether or not Raul got it right or not. Okay. That's a fun game. Uh, The next game you could land on is phone it in. It's really self-explanatory. It's very easy, especially after a long weekend. Like, we all agree we had a long weekend. Do we all agree? Yeah. Yeah. So phone it in is a great way to play. So what it is, you just give her a prize? (laughs) Ashley would be the winner. Okay. And uh, (laughs) finally on the Wheel of Games, what is that? This is a little complicated. So this one, I have to hold my privates in my hand and squeeze them, and then Danielle will have to guess what shape it's in. It could be in any kind of shape. Oh, like looking up at the clouds. Right, yes, exactly. It could be in the shape of Mickey Mouse. (laughs) Right, right, right. All right. It's called What Is That? What is that? All right, here we go. We're spinning the wheel for you, Ashley. Hope it lands on five finger beer belly. (laughs) No, thank you. See, here it comes. All right. It looks like phone it in. Ashley, you already did it. Congratulations. You've won. So happy Monday to you. Wow, Ashley. Wow, Ashley. So tell Ashley what she wins. Whoa, it's your lucky day, Ashley. You just got an LG OLED E7 television. There you go. No, 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 no. That's way too great for this dumb game. No, recently named Best in Show. It's got the richest color. 
colors and the blackest blacks you'll ever see. This is a TV to remember. This is the TV you want, yep. and uh, it's going to look great on your wall. Yep. More info is at LG.com. Yeah, congratulations. You got a beautiful TV for the wall. Good going, Ashley. Thanks. Thanks so much. Just by Yay. phoning it in, and you literally right. phoned it in. And since I made it so easy, I did a TV as well. Nice. Right. No, no, you, you don't. don't. Thank <laughs> you. Hold on, Ashley. Don't leave us. Imagine Hold on, you could grab the TV from my purse. That would have been interesting. It's yeah. not going to fit in there. This thing's massive. Yeah, I know. I can't believe we just gave her a huge... LG TV just for phoning it in. Yeah. It's a Monday. We're gonna, you know, you know what happens, Elvis. All right. Uh, on by Friday, you're gonna love me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we have four more days. All right. It's Monday. I think we're almost together. Let's take a break. We'll be back after this. Drop the microphone and walk out. This is Elvis Duran in the morning show. Ah, uh, let's talk about Blue Apron. You're getting into your new week. You're thinking about what meals am I going to make this week? Well, you know, Blue Apron can figure it all out for you. They do all the shopping, too. They buy all the right produce and meats and chickens and things you need. And they buy stuff that's locally produced. They only give you enough ingredients so you don't waste ingredients. Blue Apron. And anybody can do this. It's step-by-step instructions. It's like there is no way to make a mistake as long as you're following these instructions. Oh, you're a genius. Yeah, you really are. You're a culinary genius. If you go to their website, blueapron.com slash Elvis, not only can you see some of the recipes this week, like Mexican beef and rice casserole. Oh, my God. Look at that. Oh, that looks amazing. Calabrian chili shrimp and chickpea stew. Mm. Sounds great. But you wouldn't like that because it has shrimp in it. No, I don't. But I can eat around the shrimp. No, no, no. But you can actually tell them I don't eat fish or shrimp and they won't send it to you. That's how versatile Blue Apron can be for you. Also, another reason to go to blueapron.com slash Elvis. I'll save you $30 off your blueapron.com order right now. Check out this week's menu. Get $30 off, which is a lot. Blueapron.com slash Elvis. It's a better way to cook. Try it out yourself. Blueapron.com slash Elvis. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Let's just take a quick phone call, see what's going on out there. Let's say good morning to Tara. Good morning, Tara. Good morning. Hello, ladies. Hello, Hello lady. Ladies. So, uh, being a flight attendant, sometimes your hours are almost like ours. You work in the overnights, right? I mean, did you just take a red eye into town? Yeah, I just came in from San Francisco, and I am so tired. Are you, oh, so, your arms are tired, huh? Yeah, I just hit my. <laughs> I just flew in, and my arms are tired. There's a new joke. Well, wait. So, Tara, uh-huh. uh, as a flight attendant, you probably had to fly another flight before that one, right? Yeah, so I came in from Texas. So I went from Texas to San Francisco and then San Francisco back to New York and now I'm driving home. <laughs> so I mean, so. do you do you live a friend of mine used to be a flight attendant for American Airlines and they they all lived together in a two bedroom apartment and they had like six bunk beds. Do you No. Yeah, when I first started out, I actually um, did something like that. But now I'm, I just moved in with good old mom and dad. Oh, good. See, now, my I'm mom. Not, I'm never home, so it, it doesn't really matter, you my, know. My mom always wanted to be a flight attendant. And my grandfather would not let her because back then you had to move in with the other flight attendants when you were training and all this stuff. And my dad, my grandfather would not have that. You have to be home with us. And so my poor mom was never allowed to become a flight attendant. Wow. Yeah. Uh, well, definitely not like that anymore. Yeah. No. <laughs> I will tell you, you know, we, people think that flight attendants are, are just there to wait on them. No, 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 the number one job is safety and to make mm-hmm. sure you're sitting your ass down when you're supposed to sit down and obeying by the laws yeah. and the rules and stuff like that. So we appreciate everything you do. And I know that people... Take advantage of your kindness sometimes. I've seen it. I've seen people being abusive to flight attendants, yeah. and, I, and I always do my best to be nice, courteous. So thank you for all you do in the skies and below. 
Oh, well, thank you so much. Yeah, we, uh, we're absolutely number one there for your safety. Like, during the red eye, everyone's sleeping, but we have to be awake and diligent just in case anything happens and we need to take care of our passengers or, God forbid, anything, like, really serious happens. So we're, we're always looking out for you. Wow. So when you don't see it. Did you see the movie uh, Sully? Yes, yes. I actually, that was the movie that came out while we were in training. Wow. So, oh, wow. Yes. So we had to, like, actually go through what those flight attendants went well, through at I, the same time. I, I got to wow. tell you, Tara, for someone who flies a lot, uh, when I was watching that, and, and so I don't want to give too much away, but we know that there was a plane that had a, an emergency landing mm-hmm. in right. the Hudson River. Right. When I was seeing what I they were... Well, no, well, yeah, I'm not spoiling you much. But when I saw what they were going through on board, I, I started to cry. It scared me. Yeah. You know? And by the way, I don't know if I want to fly with a flight attendant whose name Tara is sort of like Terror. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, I'm, I'm more like the house from Gone with the Wind. Oh, oh yeah, Tara. Tara. Yeah. By the way, I must admit, uh, I, have, uh, I have partaken in the Mile High Club twice in my life. Okay, well, I'm not going to hear that. I know. Is it, it's not against the law to do someone in the bathroom, is it? Um. Well, it's like a public indecency oh, okay. sort oh. of thing. So, yeah. Well, they told me to get a room. The only room that was available was the lavatory. So oh, I my took gosh. It. <laughs> well, and I'd like to... And here's another thing. You don't understand this because you sit down when you go to the bathroom. Most planes... When a guy goes to the bathroom, that seat just falls. Yeah. And we have to hold up the seat with one hand and hold ourselves with the other. It, it's can you find a better system? <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not quite sure. Well, it's because you sit down. It, I, I'm not going to sit down to pee. I refuse but, to do so. But my biggest fear is always that we're going to hit turbulence and the door from the bathroom is going to fly open and my pants are going to be down. And I'm going to fly out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you've seen all sorts of things, but, uh, you know, we're just kidding around with you, Tara. We love you. Thanks thanks for keeping us safe in the skies. What's scary? Can they take that line out of the script where they say objects might have moved during the flight? Well, they might have. Well, no, no, I have. How can an object move? Well, tell the story, Tara. No, I have had like I had like a water bottle like fell out of the you know those stainless steel water bottles that are yes. around now like one fell out of the overhead bin when it was open and like plopped the guy on the head and yeah. they so they say we know oh, yeah. after you land be careful opening the overhead bins because things may have shifted during yeah, flight no, that's true. they do that for you a reason are. scary scary they do it for a reason just do what they say saying, see he's one of those passengers that, that talks back to the flight attendants Such a pain in get the off ass. her plane there is there is a very specific <laughs> reason why we say every specific word. Yeah, they're not so, there just to talk right. and hear themselves talk like you, Scary. So what's the seat back thing then, huh? What's that all about? Because they want the seats upright because. so if there's an emergency, people can get out easy. Oh. Exactly. Thank you, Elvis. Oh, Thank right. you. You know what? It's, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I have the to... Tray table. The pe- tray table has to be stowed because that way if you need to evacuate the plane quickly, if there's a tray table down to the seat next to you, you wouldn't be able to get out. Thank you. That makes sense. Right. Gary. Well, listen, thank you for your time. And I, my, apologies, my apologies for people. Like, oh, my other thing is when people, when the plane lands, people start standing up before yes. you get to the gate. So stupid. And, 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 and it's always someone, you know, in behind you. Yes. And the flight attendant comes on and says, please, sir, sir, please sit yes. down. You're like, you dumbass, sit down. And also there's plane etiquette. When you are leaving the plane, the rows, you know, they go out the way in they go. In front of you. Don't try to cut me. Because right. it is not happening. No. I will trip you with my foot. Tara, we're on your side. My apologies for scaring those like him. Thank you, Elvis. You, I am 
awaiting patiently the day where I get one of you from the morning show on my flight, and it's well, going to be the, my best day ever. Aww. I tell you, one time we were flying on JetBlue. We were flying yeah. home from L.A. It was uh, Stephen Levine and me, and the flight attendant, was she's a fan of the show, and she kept bringing those little cups of like red wine. <laughs> We got so drunk. I mean, we, I had like 45 of those oh little things. Oh, my gosh. I will definitely be that flight attendant for you guys. I love it. Aww, so I, well, Tara, thank you. And safe in the skies. And thank you so much for being a part of our day. Now, go take a nap. You've been up all night. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right. <laughs> thank you. the highlight of my day. Have an, and ours as well. Thank you, Tara. Have a nice, a nice day. And have a safe flight next time you're up, okay? Bye-bye. There you go. All right. So be polite to your flight attendants. Yes. Uh, they're there to take care of you. Sometimes you get a mean one. <laughs> you do get a cranky one every now and yeah. then. The official Instagram of the morning show. Follow us now at Elvis Duran Show. This is Elvis Duran in the morning show. Blue Apron delivers farm fresh, perfectly portioned ingredients and step-by-step recipes so you can make incredible meals at home. Rediscover how fun cooking can be while reducing food waste and supporting sustainable farms and fisheries. Visit blueapron.com slash Elvis. Get your first three meals for free, a $30 value. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. Ready? Yep. Let's go. Dear Elvis, I threw a birthday party for my two-year-old son this past weekend. And, of course, I hired a guy to come over dressed as Mm Spider-Man. Well, Kathy goes on to say that she and her husband have this little secret where she likes it when guys dress up in costumes. (laughs) So she's going to phone tap her husband and uh, describe. You'll hear a description in this phone tap where she may have come a little too close to Spider-Man. So let's see how it works. Kathy, thank you for the email. Kathy is phone tapping her husband. Danielle starts the call to Len, the husband, as the manager of the company that rented out Spider-Man. And then Scary Jones comes on as the guy who was dressed as Spider-Man. Let's listen in to today's phone tap. Hello? Kathy, please. Uh, She's not in right now. I'm going to take a message. Uh, Who am I speaking with? Uh, This is Len, her husband. Oh, okay. Len, this is uh, Lisa Hartley from Parties. This is not what I learned. Yeah. You had a party this past weekend for your son? Oh, yes, yes. And we sent a Spider-Man out there to yes. uh, entertain everyone? Yes. Okay, he is upset because he says that your wife groped him. What? No, absolutely not. My wife would never do that. Do you mind talking to him? Because he's here in my office right now, and he's very upset. Yeah, put him on the phone. Okay, hold on one second. Her husband's on the phone. Hello? Yeah. Okay, well... I was dressed as Spider-Man. That was me in the costume. All the kids were, you know, were having their pizza. Everybody was having a good time. And then all of a sudden, I just felt this tug. you got to be kidding me. It was your my wife. wife. would never do that. You're accusing my wife of being a floozy, and that's not the case. No, I was shocked myself. I couldn't believe it. I was like, is this woman really trying to grab at my, my, my twig and berries? Maybe, maybe you're a little confused, because I just think that this is absolutely impossible, to be honest. Lisa, why doesn't this guy believe me? Sir, it's me again. He's not going to come back here and say some woman grabbed his junk when she didn't. I was there. I was at the party. I didn't see any type of yeah, okay, but I'm sure of the junk or anything like that. And that's that. not all. She tickled my ass. Oh, well, that's great. And she tickled uh, his ass now, on top of it. Now he's throwing new uh, accusations in? Well, you know what? We didn't get to tell you everything because you're really not taking us seriously. She wanted me to do an upside-down kiss with her. Oh, that's great. Are you kidding me? What is he trying to pull? There's no way. My wife would never do that. We get her on the phone right now. We'll clear this all up. I think this guy is full of There's no way that happened. Kathy, you there? Hello? I got um, Spider-Man and the company from the party last weekend on the phone here. Who? And uh, 
Spider-Man who came to uh, Richie's party. Okay. I got his manager on the phone, and she says he's complaining that he was basically sexually harassed at Richie's party. Well, you. I mean, I don't think I sexually harassed him. You grabbed his junk, you tickled his ass, apparently you wanted to upside-down kiss him like the movie. You're out of your mind. I can't believe you would do that. Your own mother was there. Was your mother in on it? Were you guys doing like a little uh, something That's I don't disgusting. know about? That's disgusting. What is wrong with you? What's wrong with me? I'm at Richie's party tying up balloons. You're in the corner doing uh, Toby Maguire with Spider-Man. I don't know what's going on. We were talking in the den, and I sat on his lap. I mean, if he's going to make something more than that, then then that's not my fault. You sat on his lap? What oh, was it? We were talking. I'm like, what the hell would have happened if I wasn't there? I'm at the party. You're in the other room sitting on his lap? I was in the den. Are you kidding me? me? We were we were talking. He was, you know, he he's in that costume. What do you want me to do? Are you kidding me? Are you me? This is the type of you pull in our own house. If Catwoman was here, do you think I'd be touching her skin? But you, but no, you are out of your mind. We are calling Dr. Livingston back. We are going back to therapy. No. Oh. You have to listen to this man because he's blowing it out of I already portion. talked to him. You're done. We're not living in a comic book. I'm packing up all your Wonder Woman, your Catwoman, all your little freak little outfits that you got. All that is out. We are done. Len? Yeah. This is Danielle Monaro and Scary Jones from Elvis Duran in the Morning Show, and you just got phone tapped. <laughs> I would never sit on Spider-Man's lap. You I was about to leave my wife in about two minutes. Well, I'm glad we got to learn about all her fetishes. That was nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm still throwing out all your costumes. The Elvis Duran phone tap. This phone tap was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. No offense, you know I love you all. Yeah, but? You get near my green bag of Tate's Bake Shop cookies, you're going to lose a finger. Give me some of those. I'm going to bite your finger well, off. Well, then I wouldn't leave them anywhere that Scary can find them because he steals all the stuff under my desk. Tate's Bake Shop cookies. I know, I know, I know. You should share with your friends. I love you all, but I love them, and I'm addicted to them. And it all started with Kathleen King's original recipe out in Southampton. The uh, crispy, buttery, thin chocolate chip cookie. Mm. Then it moves on to the other. That was the gateway cookie. Yeah. <laughs> it moves on to the other recipes. Now she's got brownies. Now she has crumb cakes. She has everything. You can actually send someone you love a gift basket from Tate's Bake Shop. These baskets are incredible. Go to tatesbakeshop.com. Check it out. Send it today. Use the promo code Elvis for 20% off. Or if you're just like me, go to the store. You see these signature green bags everywhere in every store that matters anyway. Keep them for yourself. Give them as a gift. Look for that signature Tate's Bake Shop green bag at your local favorite market. Tate's Bake Shop, uniquely crispy, deeply delicious. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. All right, so, you know, I was looking down this incredible list that Web Girl Kathleen posted on my Instagram page. It's actually Elvis Duran Show mm-hmm. on Instagram. There's Elvis Duran at on Instagram, and I want you to follow me. Yeah. Please do. I need more followers, at Elvis Duran on Instagram, but we also have at Elvis Duran Show. Yes. We also have ElvisDuran.com. So, at Elvis Duran Show, last, on Friday, she posted this list, the nine things to chat about on your date this weekend. Yeah, I told uh, Nate, now he finally has something to talk to his girlfriend about. Uh, listen. You really? You <laughs> should, did you read the list? I may have stolen one or two things to use, but yeah, it's... It's pretty good. So what she did, in, in she's genius. Webgirl Kathleen took topics that we talked about on our show last week and put them up so you could bring them up on a date 
Yeah. Maybe things slow down on your date, like, for instance, with Nate and his girlfriend. I'm sure it's slow all the time. <laughs> shut up, Elvis. You, you shut up. He told you to shut up. You shut up. You shut up. No, you shut up. My, my relationship's going okay, all right? Oh, all right. He said okay. Okay, okay. Well, so to make it better, you should use this list. Okay, the list was, number one, when's the last time you learned something new or tried something new? Mm-hmm. You can bring that up on your date. Number two, have you ever accidentally stolen something? <laughs> <laughs> These are all things we talked about last week on the show. But you could also use them on your date. Nine things to chat about on your date tonight. Uh, number three, our intern's brother got a call from his ex-girlfriend, and she said, I'm getting married Sunday, but I'm still in love with you. Give me a reason not to walk down the aisle. Has this ever happened to you? Oh, boy. Uh, also, there's all sorts of ideas, ways to get the conversation started. It's mm-hmm. conversation, starters, conversation starters are very difficult to find. We give them to you. Yeah. So uh, follow me at Elvis Duran Show on Instagram or at Elvis Duran or blah, 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 You know blah, what blah. I used to do on a first date because I would be nervous and I wouldn't know how to like start the conversation? I would drop a fork on the floor. And then it was oh. like, especially if you were in like a, like a restaurant that like had a, you know, would make noise on the floor and, and then it would like break the tension. And then there you go. for some reason it would help me be a little more a little calmer. So if you're on a date with Danielle and she starts throwing <laughs> crap on the floor. <laughs> you know why. You know the date's going slow. That's it. So as you know, if you do a search for Elvis Duran on iHeartRadio, you come across all of our podcasts. We have the Brooklyn Boys, Walkers and Talkers for the uh, Fear of the Walking Dead and Walking Dead fans, uh, Celebrity Buzz and Fedge Ham playing through, you yep. know, the golf mm-hmm. podcast with Froggy, Independent Minded about independent uh, musicians with Ronnie, 20-somethings. Doing Nothing with Ricky and Jake, and of course, Life Amplified with Dan Mason, who's getting your life back in order. Yeah. But of course, the most listened to podcast is the 15-minute morning show podcast. Right. So we want to give you a sample of what you're, what it is. I mean, it's a little different than what you hear on the morning show. Did you make sure there were no curses in this yes. before you play it? I hope so. Here we go. Okay. Last week. Here's okay. one from last week. Let's <laughs> hope, hope and pray there's no cursing. Oh, Here boy. we go. The 15-minute morning show podcast. Two, three, four. What would you talk about on your uh, on your podcast? Five, seven, eight, nine, seven, eleven. Elvis Duran presents. 12, 13, 14, 15. The fifteen minute morning show. So, if you've never heard the fifteen minute morning show podcast before, this is the fifteen minute morning show podcast. <laughs> Here we go. Around the room, we have a table filled with your favorites, including Scary Jones. Hello, Scary. And there's Dave Brody. Good morning. And there, well, it could be afternoon or evening. Oh, yeah. It's a podcast. Good, good day, sir. And there's <laughs> Greg T, the frat boy. Yep. And there's Garrett. Yep. And there's Danielle. Hi. And there's Straight Nate. Yeah. All right. Let's get going. If you had a 15-minute morning show podcast, what would you talk about? <laughs> Don't everybody answer <laughs> Great question. Let's talk about how Garrett and his friends cheated the system. Yes. Go. Uh, now, I always see it as, like, I always miss out on these opportunities. So a friend of mine went to a, a conference where, you know, they hand out samples of, of things. Uh, a, tea, uh, a shirt company handed out a promo code to get a free button-down shirt. And they said, hey, use this online, free shirt on us. Problem was, the code was the same. It wasn't a different code per person they were handing out. So he came back, got his free shirt, and said, hey, guys, use this code. I just got two free shirts for free. So 15 of us all got shirts for free. We got about 60 shirts for free. Wow. Out of 15 of us. These are expensive shirts. These right? are expensive shirts. Wow. We, we, we think we might have bankrupt the company, but we don't know. But, no, they're okay. But they shipped them out. All you had to do was change your email. The address could have stayed the same. So we took advantage of the system. So you don't feel a little dirty doing this? No, because you know what? It, 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 
turnabout's fair play. It'll come back to me somewhere down the road, but right now I'm taking advantage okay, of the Okay, what you system. just said is turnabout is fair play. It's going to come back to you down the road. That's a negative. So yeah, something bad good. is going to happen I, uh, to you. Or it already has, and this is me uh, gaining, gaining, gaining it back. Something bad has so already somewhere happened. somewhere you were effed in the past, yes. and now you're you're getting retribution with three shirts. Three shirts. I've always been a uh, crook. <laughs> no, I, I always felt that, that the system always evens itself out. Yeah. So if today, tomorrow, I accidentally walk out of Walmart with a case of water underneath without paying for it, and I realize it halfway uh, you know, into the parking lot, I'm like, you know what? They're gonna get me on something in the future. <laughs> I'll get. They'll get me back someday. Well, so uh, you know, I'm, I don't have to go back and pay for it right now. I'm glad you brought this up. We've invited our karma expert, Samantha. <laughs> oh, Produ- producer Sam is here, and she and I, uh, when it when it comes to being on the karma train, we believe in the same thing. Yeah, it's I I believe that if if I walked out of Walmart with uh uh some free water that I didn't pay yeah. for, or if I go online and order 15 shirts for free because I scanned the system, that lightning will hit me within moments. Well, Aren't you the same way? I'm the same exact way. In fact, if things happen to me that are good, that are intentional, for example, sometimes charity companies will send me things they're selling for charity because they want to be featured on the segment, son of a bitch, I keep it, and then I end up having to go online and make a donation for at least equal value. But that's See, charity. charity. That's but, charity, though. Yeah, but it's karma. It's, it's part karma. of the bigger thing. She also just said intentional versus unintentional. This really happened to me. I accidentally did not pay for a package of AA door cell batteries, and this happened last Saturday when I was shopping for Easter Sunday, and I swear to you guys... It was it was so much of a hassle because the line was so long that I I waited twenty minutes to pay for my groceries. So I'm like, you know what? I got this this time. It's on them next time. And it was unintentional though. No, that, I did that's purpose- intentional. It, it, Brody explained it. Okay, that's not karma. The- that's crime. <laughs> you, you stole batteries. It was unintentional at the time. I didn't. Sp- Specifically, say I'm gonna walk but out with it. You know what you could have done? You could have held them for next time you go to the grocery store and just bring them back and say, "Hey, last time I accidentally took these in my cart. I didn't pay for them and give them yeah, back." Yeah, you know you, you can go- still do that. You're going back there. So Danielle, you're saying it's still not too late. It's still not too late. My <laughs> mom did this. We we were on vacation and we went to a little boutique and the woman we bought a ring and the woman accidentally put two of the rings. We were already 20 minutes back to the hotel. My mother turned that damn car around and drove. All all the way I back agree. to Hell return yes. the ring. She's on the karma train. She is on the karma train. It's not too late to save your soul. <laughs> Problem is, they have his picture posted at the store. <laughs> but, so you're saying the moment hasn't passed? Because I figured this is this this is over. No. This moment, this transaction the is done. The fact that you're bringing it up now means it's still a very, very alive karma problem. Mm-hmm. See, Brody's different. Brody, <laughs> the, the Brody, sure. Brody helps people not have bad karma. Restaurants, for instance, if they cheat him with a, with bad service or they don't they put too much ice in his soda or they put green vegetables on his plate, which he hates, he will tell them, look, you've done me wrong. Do me right now. Do the right thing. It'll be good karma for you. You force good karma on people who may otherwise have bad karma. I have to karma. be honest with you. I force good karma on myself because if, if they ruin my meal... I expect them to make it even, right, to fix the problem, and then give me what I call a uh, free dessert. You force make, good karma for right, them. Right, and now a lot of our listeners are tweeting at me wanting my advice on how to get good karma and fix situations 
where they're like, well, I got screwed by my car company. What should I ask for? Okay, so what is your advice to your Brooklyn boy, uh, Scary, about the batteries he stole? Okay, I don't believe in karma. I don't believe if he gets T-shirts for free that suddenly something bad's going to happen. I don't believe in any of that. I believe if you commit a crime, you commit a crime. That's it. Okay, yeah. but it's different <laughs> if I'm in the store and I start eating grapes or I start making yeah, like stuff Danielle way less. Does that. Yeah, if I start taking salad off of my plate and eating it before I weigh yes, it, that's less that's of a crime. An, an See, I did it at the candy shop. That's like an intentional if I'm, crime. I'm, I, you know, like I'm standing online with the malt, the malt balls, and I eat the malt balls before I get to the counter, and then she weighs it, and it weighs a little bit less, but not a lot less. But that <laughs> was intentional, and that was pre-planned, and it was premeditated. I didn't do that. I was hungry when I was standing online. <laughs> yeah, but your wow. batteries are also twelve bucks. That's also, like, that's a lot more expensive than my malt yeah. ball. Gary didn't say he accidentally walked out with the batteries. Scary said the line was really long, yep. so that I figured they'll get me next time. You stole the batteries. You, it was after the fact, though. It was in the parking lot already. I'm like, I'm the not parking going back. lot is three feet away from where you were. <laughs> Greg T, you've been so quiet about all of this. Well, I don't know if I should incriminate myself. Yes, you should. Oh, <laughs> the answer is yes. I just want to be real, and I want to say, you know. Go. I've always felt that, like, you know, these stores make millions and millions of dollars. There's a lot of rich people out there. <laughs> Thank you, Greg. And I am not one of those people. And I believe that the karma for me is that, you know what, if I can get a free something, I'm going to take it. Now, I've gone as far as to go to stores, and I'm watching, like, you know, they're not minding this one door. So I can really grab this, and out the door I go, and they're never going to find me. Oh, that's bad. I encourage it. I know it sounds oh, crazy. No. That's bad. But it doesn't bother me. I believe the prices, things are so marked up as it is. They're getting it from other countries as it is. They're bringing Bringing it into this country for like a two dollars, and then they sell it for fifty bucks. Well, so if I can get some for free because I stole it, I'm taking it. As awful as I believe your yeah. point is, yes, there are many people who agree with you. I I think it's despicable yeah. that you're going to go in and intentionally steal from a company because they make millions of dollars. Well, it's also like movies. Like movies are so expensive. Like I have no problem in like buying them like you know on the street somewhere, bootlegs or like you know cracking the fire stick and get wow. watching bootlegs. You like anything I can get for free. I, I think well, they're going to come take you away soon. I'm deserving. Well, they need to. No, you're not. You're deserving of being locked up because you are stealing. It is plain and simple stealing even though many people agree yes. with you it's stealing what you have the freedom to just not use the services though or shop somewhere else there no. are plenty of, yes you do there are plenty of places that have the same kind of things that aren't these huge companies that charge so much just go there. I donate to charity all the time. This is not the same <laughs> thing. What does that mean? I do. One doesn't equal the other. I give blood. May I make an analogy for Greg that maybe will help him? Uh, you steal from the big companies because you feel they make too much money, That's right. right? Okay. Yes. Imagine a person who makes twenty five thousand dollars a year. They work really hard and don't make the kind of money you make. They should they, steal hold more. On, hold on. They look at you <laughs> as that big company. They look at you and say, "This guy's on the radio. He drives a Mercedes. He makes enough money. I'm going to go to his house and rob him because he can afford it. He's rich. I don't see anything wrong with that. He doesn't lock his back door. I'm going to walk out with his television set. I'd be very angry. Well, that, that, well, that's just, what you're doing to Walmart. Well, but I don't see it that way. Well, you steal from me. I hope you get robbed by someone I'm, who thinks you make too much money. No, now, in all fairness, I used a free promo code, okay? I didn't steal anything like you people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little upset you didn't share your promo code with us. Well, by, oh. the, time, by the time I started sharing it, it they probably shut it down. Though Greg T did do an honest thing once. Remember when you found a wallet full of money? Yeah. And you returned it? And they gave me nothing for it. And I was very disappointed. <laughs> that's where I should have taken the cash. Not, he, you should have demanded not, a tip. Oh, wow. That's By not the way, why you return something. Well, but you, you know do what? You, why, tell him why you return something. Because you want to do the right it's thing. It's the right thing. I do. If I see a priest, I say, hello, Father. If I see an officer, I use the right <laughs> words. I say, hello, officer. All right. I give tips on Christmas. It's Obvi also the right thing, by the way. Okay. 
to tip homeless people. I give them money. Okay, Gregory, let me be very clear with you. God bless us. Obviously, Everyone. you're not re- experiencing any bad karma in your life because your life has been going just swimmingly fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if, if, you, if you truly don't, if you truly do not believe in karma, then yes. there you go. You're walking proof that there is no such thing as karma because your life has been no. so perfect the well, past couple I'm years. I'm crying on the inside. I All right. no. Did it ever occur to you that maybe, maybe there is a connection? But I try hard. Like, I bless myself when I go up past okay. cemeteries. Oh, <laughs> he thinks about this. That's superstition. That's not karma. This is like the mafia when they give money to the church or a hospital, and they're like, I feel better now. I donated money. You still kill people for a living. <laughs> but I, I try to do good things. If I see a woman, I hold the door open. Uh, if I see, Like yesterday, there was somebody coming into work, and she had a lot of bags in her hand. I said, let me get that for and you. No, but you know, and then he stole the bag. Yeah. <laughs> Out the side door, the Walmart And he beat bags. her over the head with a baseball bat. good and bad. And Gregory, I, Gregory, yes. doing like as Danielle was telling you, it's just good to do yeah. the right thing. It has nothing to do with a reward should, coming down the line. It should just make you feel like you you know you did the right thing and you're a good person. Well, but on the other hand, if I feel like I've done the, a bad thing, yeah. I do feel like it's going to bite me in the ass. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with going through life saying to myself, if I do something bad, there's going to be hell to pay. That that helps me stay on the right path. See, I, I think if I won the Mega Millions, right? Like, I know I would do good with it. I would give it to charities like crazy. So I don't understand. Like, so why don't I ever win? Because that, because you oh have gosh. bad karma. And plus, plus the odds are against you. <laughs> hey, when you get caught shoplifting at Walmart, just tell the officer you say hi to priests on the street. I'm sure they will just let you go, no problem. Yeah, I do. I helped a lady with her bags once, officer. Don't arrest me. What's up, Scary? It's true. So don't you guys think, though, okay, so for instance, if I won the Mega Millions jackpot, I know I would throw everybody here Right. maybe about $500,000, maybe a million. That's rude. Why $500,000? Why is that rude? He doesn't have to give you shit. He won $500 million. Sorry. Um, I would definitely give people money. I would give all of you guys money. See, you're, give me batteries. here's the problem. You're saying that out loud because you think this forced good karma is going to bring you a better shot at winning yeah. the lottery. I would believe that too, though. <laughs> I I would. Would. I mean, that's exactly what you're saying. I agree, Elvis. It's, it's easy to say it now because you don't have but, the money. When you get $500 million, you're running. Yeah, you're not no, staying here. Yeah, but, we'll see what you do when I'm you get your $500 million. That's the balancing act of me being a human being. Like the unintentional... Theft of a double A batteries, bec- and I'm not wanting to go back and pay for them because it's the line is too long. Yeah. It's one thing, it's one compartment, but then there's this other side of me that would be so giving and so, you know, generous. Yeah. You stole batteries. By the way, you don't need to wait online to put the batteries back. But aren't we you just give the batteries back? back. Yeah, right? None of us are none of us are perfect. <laughs> Great tease over here trying to steal on purpose. <laughs> well, because I it's like the, the man I would do. See, this this is this is my thing. If I drove. 20 miles away from a Walmart where I didn't pay for batteries, yeah. I would find a way to get that money to them. Well, but I, I just I couldn't live with myself. I just couldn't. Well, you know what? I didn't open the package yet. Maybe I should go in and tell no, them. No, I think you should, but that's up yeah. to you. But I, didn't specifically, back. I didn't specifically say Walmart. Like, I would steal from anywhere. It wouldn't oh, be Equal opportunity stealer. Right. Oh, my gosh. I mean, whatever store I go to, I look for a quick out. Where Next time you have an appearance you? at a phone store, I'll warn the phone store you need oh, a phone. Goodness. Seriously, you know how expensive phones are? <laughs> you don't have to pay them off. I mean, it's crazy. He's working at Goodwill this weekend, by the way. I That's can't good. steal from them. That's good people. See, I encourage you to bring stuff to Goodwill. These people I, I need hope it. they steal from you. I think no. people really just have a messed up definition of what karma is because, Scary, you would have better karma just returning the batteries than you would giving all of us 
$500,000 if you won the lottery. But still give it to us. But yeah, we still take oh, okay. it. I mean, sure. All right. you, that's, but that's there's no hope too. for Greg T. You, if you give me $1 less than a million, I'm going to be pissed off. Oh, my goodness. I think the thing with T is he's just, he's had so much crap in his life. That's right. That he feels like he should just pass he's, the crap on. He's bitter. Right. I can't decipher between good and, good and bad anymore. I, th- I think Scary justifies all his bad things by pointing out someone else who's worse, so it's okay what he does. I stole batteries, but but Garrett stole shirts, and he stole a TV set, so it's okay. Yeah. No, I didn't steal anything yet. Okay. <laughs> Allegedly. Well, you know what? You can still save yourself. Wait, are you talking about? You just told us all the stuff you stole. No, that I would want to. I didn't do it yet. You did the fire stick thing. You know what? Straight, Nate, you've been so quiet during all of this. I, you know, I didn't realize it until you pointed it out, Elvis. Greg T., I think you're the prime example of karma really biting somebody in the ass because you do have a lot of bad stuff happening occasionally. My life occasionally. Is it's nonstop. His life is in And ruins. then I didn't realize it's because you do all of this other stuff. <laughs> but I do that, good things. But you can't manufacture karma. Karma's <laughs> always watching you. You can't just do something good. But who good. could be good all the time? <laughs> you. you know Th- those <laughs> priests he says hello to. His, his life is a mess, but he didn't pay for Black Panther and he's watching it at this <laughs> house. <laughs> Have you seen it? I've seen it several times. <laughs> <laughs> So this is the 15-Minute Morning Show podcast. What a mess. Seriously. The 15-Minute Morning Show. This is Elvis Duran. Hello, lady. And the Morning Show. In today's connected world, it takes just one weak link and your personal information can get into the wrong hands. Good thing New LifeLock with Norton now has protection for your identity and devices. Join at LifeLock.com and use promo code Elvis for an extra 10% off your first year. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. I'm so excited for one of our listeners. Emily. I think Emily's on the line. Hi, Emily. Hi. Emily, tell everyone what you're doing Right now. I am in the parking lot. I'm waiting to go in for an interview for my dream job. Okay, so your dream job. I mean, this isn't just, like, it's a job I'm going to go interview for. I I hope I get it. If I don't, I'll go get another one. This is the job you want. Yeah, this is a this is an interview I have been hypothetical, like, in my mind. I've been seeing myself at this interview for years. Can you tell us what the job is? I am hoping to be working with veterans. I am a social worker. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh, a very noble, a very noble yes. gig. And at the same time, it's and it's something you've been thinking about for years. I find that interesting. What 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 made you first interested in working with veterans? Well, I did my internship at the VA, and I just loved working with the population. It's, it's harder than people realize to find a job that feels fulfilling in social work. Uh, sometimes it feels like you're not making progress, but in this position, I, I did feel like I was making an impact, which is so special. And also, you know what? Look, uh, if you're doing social work, everyone you're doing it with deserves it and needs it. But when you're working with veterans, oh yeah, I mean, you you put them on a pedestal and you look up and say, "What can I do to help you up there?" We you know? have a, we have a friend of the show that actually works with veterans, and he says it's one of the most rewarding things that he's ever done. We get it. I yeah. get it. It's so good. So okay, but that aside, you were in the parking lot about to go in, and it's I mean. You must be nervous right now. I'm a little nervous, but you guys are keeping me calm. Oh, I'm listening to All right, let's I'm keep her calm. You know what you should do? Here's what I do before I go in for a job interview. I do do a shot of, of, of Fireball. First of all, when are you going for a job interview? No, 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 never mind. Okay, don't don't drink going in. Well, listen, I think this is wonderful. You must be so excited. Do you? What? Okay, I hate to jinx it, but do you think there's a good chance you're going to get it? 
I do. I, I'm trying to go in with that mindset. I, I'm trying to believe that it's already mine. So I'm hoping that helps me. By the way, I love your attitude, Emily. Yeah. If, if they don't, if they don't want you, come in here. <laughs> we're, we're the veterans of failed morning shows. Yeah. <laughs> we would give you the job just like that. I think you sound great. Listen, listen. Go in there and go get your dream job. I love, I love this topic, dream guys. jobs. Yeah. All right. Let us know what happens. Okay. I will. Thank you so much. Have thank you, Emily. Day. You too. Thank you. Your dream job. Oh, my God, I just woke up and realized I think I'm working in my dream job. Is this your dream job? No, no, no. Okay, oh. let's go around the room. I want everyone in the room to be honest. Greg T., is this your dream job? I have to say, Elvis, it is, it is, <laughs> <laughs> it is not. Okay, right. no, that's fair. That's fair. Can you tell us what is then? I would like to have opened my own business doing something else. You like, can still do that. You, yep. you speak as if it's a thing of the past. You can still go get your dream job. I would have liked to have been an attorney, like, you know, in a... Like well, a what, are you dead? A, no, but in a courtroom where, like, I, you know, I, I, those are the... My okay. life has passed yeah. me by, uh, sort okay, of. Okay, so maybe you, you can't be an attorney at this point <laughs> in life, but what you said before, go out and start your own business, you can do that now. Well, I guess I can. So, well, it's just that I can't because my, my, I'm locked into what I do. So I really can't get out of it. So I'm stuck All in right. this job. Okay, with that attitude, you'll <laughs> oh never get it. Oh, my God. But, but listen to what you're doing. You're talking as if your life is over. Well, I can't just, like, drop everything. I got, like, a family. I got to put a roof over their head. I know, but can't, can't. you can start small. And I just, I think that if you really wanted it, you'd get off your lazy ass and you'd go find a way to make it happen. I'd have to go to law school. I can no, never no, do not that. No, no, not a lawyer. You're not going to become an attorney. You're but no, you, definitely you, not. You can go start your own business. As Why are you we, crushing my dreams? You don't I'm know. Not, you already crushed your dreams. You're, you're like a self-dream crusher. You're a crusher. <laughs> I mean, if I really want to open up my own business, it'd be a, my car wash. Like, I really want to open up a car so wash. So you, you should. Daniel, talk to him. He's I don't understand why. You've always talked about this, and there's yes. no reason why you can't open a car wash. You have so many great ideas for it. Well, I do, but I think that, you know, there's there's not a lot of space. Every time I you drive up and down, I see them. They already have them. You are Whatever. the person that drives me nuts. You have an excuse for everything. It's never going to I'm going to help your dream come true. Ready? You're yeah. fired. Get out of here. <laughs> All right, let's move over to Scary. Yes. Scary, what about you? Are I, you are you doing your dream job? I thought this was my dream job. I really did. But then when I realized I really want to be making more money than this, right. I'm thinking maybe I need to alter my dream. Okay, but what now, is your dream job then? Maybe to be you in five years. Oh. All right. All right, then, good. I'm fired. I'm out of here. <laughs> you know? Scary, you sit here and do this. No, but, but is, it, is it wrong to be... To be fueled by the need to no. make more money. No. Not a, well, because I feel like it's the wrong reason to have that dream. Okay, you know? look at it the other way. The dream job you want yeah. so happens it makes more money, but go for the dream job and, and worry about the money later. You know, you, yeah, you well, know what I'm saying? This Do, isn't exactly a nightmare job. I mean, this is great. Speak right. for yourself. All right. Oh, my gosh, you guys. Hey, you know what? You don't even work here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you turn off his microphone. <laughs> Only employees may speak on this show. When, I can, need, I, when can I interview you for my job back? No. <laughs> give me your key card. <laughs> Nate, go get his key card. <laughs> Hurry, oh, Nate, because you're next. Listen. Oh, key card. Go, go, He's going to fire you next. Fire. Take his key card. You don't work, <laughs> you don't, you don't no, work here anymore. You don't work here anymore. All right, exactly. so straight Nate, everybody. straight Nate, straight yeah. Nate, is this, you know we're, we're in for honesty here, is this your dream job? You know, in the moment, I would say no, Right. but if I went back 15 years to when I was first starting in radio and I saw this job listed, I would be so excited about this job. What would you rather be doing right uh, now with your career world? Sleeping career work? on his couch. Well, well who doesn't? No, I, I, start, I started re-watching ER with Anthony Edwards. Stop laughing. No, 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 that was a great and show. And I was thinking, God. 
back when this first came on TV, I really wanted to be a doctor. I was don't laugh. You wanted to be a lawyer. Just go to. I have an idea. Crime. Commit a crime and defend yourself. I mean, get out of here. You don't work here. Get out I'm of here. I'm gonna get hurt. You can operate on me. I, you don't even work here. Okay, you 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 used to be. A... I wanted to be a doctor, so I was looking back, watching this show. Granted, it's fiction, but at the same time, I'm thinking, man, I wonder what would have happened with my life had you, I done that. You were an EMT, remember? Yeah, EMT. Yeah. yeah. You see, you still have the smarts to maybe go back. And, and and go back to school and get your your, your degree. I'll you tell could... you, if Greg T goes to law school, I'll go to med school. No, no, that's not. A's not going to happen. God bless. B could happen. Okay. All right, let me help you out. You're fired. Okay. Get out of here. All right, here's my key card. <laughs> Give me your key card. Sorry, you may not speak. <laughs> Only employees may speak on the show. Danielle. Yes. Are you, is this your dream job? Okay, so I love my job. You know that, but it Give is not. Give me your not, key card. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Is this your dream but job? But this was not what I intended to do with my life. I wanted to work in Disney World and dress up and sing and dance. I wanted to be on Broadway, and I also wanted to own my own entertainment company. So <laughs> I've got a lot of dreams that I've actually wanted to do. But honestly, I almost was in Disney World. I auditioned to perform there, and... And, and I made it to the final cut, and then I got cut, and then I wound up here, which I think that it worked out for the best, but I always wanted to be in Universal or Disney and just dressed up like a Disney princess or Maleficent and, you know. Well played, Danielle. <laughs> Thank you. So is this your dream job? So right now it is my dream job. Oh, okay. I, I wouldn't see myself anywhere else right now. There you go. What about you? Is this your dream job? Absolutely, it's my dream job. Really? Someday. Absolutely. Some days. <laughs> Some days it's my dream job. But you got to keep in mind, you know, and I'm not saying this. Please don't respond or react to what I'm about to say. I'm almost done with this job. I'm, 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 I'm almost, I'm almost done with this this chapter of my life. I'm ready to move on to another chapter, and that's natural, and that's okay. And you should congratulate me. Don't look at me like that. I'm just nervous. Like how how soon do you see yourself? Doesn't matter. You don't work here anymore. Put <laughs> that job. It's, it's like I'm gonna get my dream job. Scary's <laughs> gonna get his dream job. I'm not ready to open up car washes. I can't do it. Why don't no. you grow a pair and Please. go open a freaking car wash? I can't. I really can't. I'm, think, not, I'm not prepared. I'm you really think not prepared. Disney Radio or Nick Radio would, would hire me? You can get in there. I get this close. Okay, closer. so look, we were just speaking to uh, our listener a moment ago. She was about to walk in to go snag her dream job. Yeah. Good for her. You know, it was really, really telling the other day when Webgirl Kathleen posted a simple question on my Twitter. The question was, do you like your job? And it was over 85% of people saying, hate my job. It's not even a, it's okay. It was a strongly dislike my job. I do understand if you have mouths to feed, you've got bills to pay, maybe you're, you're in a whatever position where you can't go snag your dream job right now. At least put it in, put it in the room with you. Think about it. Think about ways you can slowly get into it. There may be a way, and maybe you're discounting it because you're not surrounded by the right people to talk you into it. You need cheerleaders to help you. There's always a way to at least look toward your dream job. What are you guys laughing about? Oh. No, nothing. We're just kind of cons- yeah. conspiring against I'm you. I'm taking Scary's key card. <laughs> I didn't fi- did I fire Scary? No, no, no. No, he no. no yeah, I can't. He's about to take my job. Yeah, you, fi- you fired yourself. I fired myself. Yeah. I'm out of here. <laughs> F this. Anyway, I, I, I think maybe one way to look at it is this. One day, it will be your last day. Mm-hmm. Not at work. I'm talking about living. Uh, yeah. That's so scary. No, it is. It's actually, it's the last thing you should be scared of. It's what happens between now and then yeah. you should be scared of. But um, at the end of our lives, are you going to be able to say, hey, you know what? 
here's what I really liked about my life. Here's what was just okay, and here's what really sucked. Right. I just hope and pray for you and everyone listening that the list of things you loved in your life is much longer than the other lists. So if it's not right now, if you don't think it is, you better start working on oh, it. Oh, yeah. Because time's a ticket. That's it. Greg T, go and open that car God wash. is about to take away your key card. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. Please, God, can I keep mine a little longer? <laughs> All right. Speaking of aging. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, where is intern Anne-Marie? She got her in here? We had Anne-Marie on uh, not too long ago talking about how turning 20 has her freaked out in a way. I don't know how you describe it as being freaked out or anxious. Turning 20 is doing what to you? It's just scaring me. It's scaring the heck out of me. I don't know what to expect. Right. Um, I have a lot of things I want to do in my 20s, um, and I, I hope that I can actually accomplish all of those things. Well, okay, for instance, uh, you want, as I recall, you want, uh, you want to learn more languages. Mm-hmm. You want to travel to more, more countries. I want to travel as much as possible. Um, I want to see the world, meet new people. Um, maybe get a British boyfriend. That would be great. Well, yeah. my, you know, I have a British husband. I'm and like, I used to have him as my boyfriend. <laughs> no, you didn't. He you liked me a little. You tried. He wanted me. Okay. You can share. <laughs> and, uh, okay. But, okay, okay, let's, maybe it's not the end all, uh, explanation or helpful advice, but at least let's talk to people who were 20 at one time, including oh. everyone in this room. Mm-hmm. Uh, where's Francine though? Hello, Francine. How are you? Say, say hello to intern Anne-Marie. Hi, Anne-Marie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? So when you turned 20, were you a little nervous about entering entering in your 20s as Anne-Marie is? I was, but you know what? It was the best birthday of my entire life. Well, when do you, why, just that one day or your 20th year in, in life? Well, that one day led to a whole year of greatness. It was just like very carefree. I mean, I had a job, but not a ton of responsibilities, but I felt like I never worked. It was just amazing. Well, okay. That's one way of looking at it. But did you accomplish anything in your 20th year? I don't know if I accomplished much, but I really felt a lot of um, stress relief. I didn't really feel too overwhelmed or pressure to do anything like oh i'm entering adulthood but i didn't really feel like i had to be an adult so you're between you're between being a kid and being an adult yeah. so you kind of let yourself yeah. off the hook and enjoy life for that 20th year but you know what in doing so i i'm sure you started to become an adult you you you, you yeah. re- responded and reacted to things differently than you did as a as a young girl right no, that's definitely true. I started thinking about my goals more, but I just kind of lived for the moment and just enjoyed it while I could. God, see, that's good advice for old people oh, yeah. like me. Just start living for the moment. I feel like so many times in your life, something major has to happen, and usually it's something bad to make you appreciate what's wake you around up a little you bit. and wake mm-hmm. you up and say, do it now, or you know, one day you won't be able to do it, and you'll regret it. See, for you, Anne-Marie, though, intern Anne-Marie, uh, I, I see you as being a little more responsible. I think you want more responsibility. Yeah. You you like... Well, she's a smarty pants anyway. You're a smarty pants. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I, I do want more responsibility. And I feel like I'm at this stage in my life where I don't know how much responsibility I should be taking on in addition to all of the other things I'm doing, um, like going to school and interning and whatnot. She's an old soul, too. Are she's you old not, soul? Yeah. I think so. Yes. Right. <laughs> Megan, Megan, you're 20 years old uh, as well, right? So you're graduating in May. There's a cold, cruel world out there waiting for you. Or is it a fantastic adventure out there waiting for you? How are you looking at it? 
Um, I'm actually excited to graduate, and then I'm going to be going back to school in the fall for another degree to work towards. So it's a, it's scary, but I'm excited for what the future holds. Hey, Megan, in choosing to go back to school to uh, to grab another degree, is it because you're a little confused in what else to do in life, or is it something you're, you've always wanted to do to, to uh, accomplish more um, degrees? I was undecided for a while. I actually just decided that I want to be a paralegal. So um, in May, I'll be graduating with my Associate of Arts. And then in the fall, I'll be doing my paralegal certificate and paralegal degree. Wow. There you go. Most That's people a- I went to college with, we went in with one intention, and by junior year, we all changed our major. That's mm-hmm. how it happens. Yeah, I changed my major. Yeah. It was called expelled. <laughs> 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 hey, uh, well, so Megan uh, and Marie, talk it out. I mean, what's the difference between Megan and Anne Marie? I don't know. So at 20 years old, are you frightened about the future? Or you know you're going back for another degree, so you're, you're set. You're fine for now. Um, I'm still scared um, for the fact that it's probably going to be hard to find a job. So that's what's scary. But it's just going into my 20s, I don't know what to expect. What about you, Anne-Marie? Are you a little mm-hmm. frightened about the, the job prospects out there? Is that part of it, too? Definitely. Um, there are a lot of different things I love to do, but I don't know what I want to do for a career yet. So I think that's something I really want to explore during my 20s. Megan, thank you for your listening uh, today. And finally, we go talk to Emma. Hi, Emma. Hello. So how old are you now, Emma? I just turned 25 about a month ago. Okay, so look, you're a quarter of a century old. Hear that? But do you remember how you felt going into your 20s like Anne-Marie's doing here? I actually don't, but I do remember how I felt a month ago going into 25. Okay, that's fair. Just reminding me of all the things I wanted to do before I was 30. And then I thought I just did so many things between 20 and 25 that I have all the time in the world. So you're going to slack now. Just sit there and <laughs> let the world spin. You know, I know, so, I can just watch it go by. Anne-Marie, do you have that definitive must-be-done-by-age-of-30 list? I don't think it's definitive, but there are things I want to have done by the time I turn 30. Like what that um, you can share with us? Sure. Um, I, I Actually, I really want to go hang gliding. I really want to um, I want to jump out of a plane. I want to... Um, you want to kill yourself. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. I don't well, want to. Wow. Um, okay, okay. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Um, How about bungee jumping? Bungee jumping. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Wrong words. But. So you need an adrenaline rush before the age yeah, of 30. Yeah. Okay, by the way, okay, the three things you just mentioned, you can have those done this weekend. I yeah. could. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm a little too busy this weekend. Midterms are coming up, but right. um, <laughs> maybe sometime soon after so, that. So, Emma, what was on your list of things to get accomplished by 30? And you said you, you accomplished oh. most of them, right? Well, mine were more career-driven, so I wanted to, you know, just know where I wanted to be with my career and have a set career path. There's obviously now more, like, promotion stuff that I want to get accomplished, but I think I'm on, like, a great path. And then at first I was like, oh, I want to have kids. I want to get married. And now I'm like, I don't don't need that. That can wait. Now I just want to travel, live in the moment, and, you know, I moved out of my parents' house, things like that. You know what's sort of interesting, and and I'm, I'm finding this through my years of life, uh, you you do have things you want to do in your twenties, and maybe you never do them. And now that I'm a little older, I I'm not ashamed to go back and do them. I'm I'm ready. Oh, yeah. I, I, I it's I love getting older. I just love it. But I can't sit here and say, everyone listening, you must you must listen and do as I've done. You will love getting older. No. You have to experience it for yourself. Emma, exactly. thank you for listening, and congratulations thank to you for you. living a great life. Thank you. And I did my taxes this year for the first time by myself. No. There you go. Wow. So Good to know. Easy. It was great. There you go. Well, <laughs> congratulations, Emma. Thank you for listening.
Thank you. I love you guys. I never did my taxes on my own. I really? always called my daddy. Yeah. <laughs> you know one of the things. <laughs> thanks, daddy. Thanks, you know daddy. one of the things I love about our conversation with Anne Marie, and it, it, maybe it's in there, but you never mentioned about your need uh, to jump into a relationship. It's never. It's really all. It's you centric. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. I think. For my 20s, I want to focus on myself and become the per- not perfect version of myself, but the best version of myself that I can be before I jump into a serious relationship. Right. That's awesome. And that's actually good advice. I'll tell you why. Because uh, relationships are very, very difficult when you don't have a great, with other people, when you don't have a great relationship with yourself. Right. Because if, if, mm-hmm. if, if you're dating someone or married to someone who is just frightened in life because they just can't get it together... Then it's really not going to get get it together with you. Yeah, you got to love yourself before you can love other people. Scary's still trying to find exactly. himself in his forties, so Scary. you got plenty of time. <laughs> I found myself. Wait, that's right. Scary still he still works here, right? Yeah. Okay, who do we fire today? Uh, Greg me, T. Greg T. Danielle's on the fence. I'm on the fence. Huh? Right. Oh man. Hey, uh, Anne Marie, whatever that is scaring you or giving you anxiety, turn that into just to uh, turn it from fright into excitement yeah. and just just be curious and wonderful feel wonderful about opening that next door to see what's on the other side that's cool good for you and i feel like every stage in your life whether you're entering your 20s your 30s your 40s your 50 you're a little nervous about the next step like oh my gosh what have i already accomplished and what do i still have left to accomplish and how much time do i actually have left it's you true exactly. that next step yeah. at my age i'm just worried if i can take another step oh wow you know what i'm saying without are you, assistance are you thinking about what size the coffin will be no <laughs> Oh, no. No coffin for me. No? Not yet. No, no, no. You put me on the grill. Oh, you want, oh, you want to be? Oh, no. Really? Okay. Oh, yeah. I want to be uh, fried up at Benihana. I figured you'd have a huge mausoleum. No, no. no. Ashes spread. Okay. Blows in air. Back into your face. No. Intern Emery, thank you for dropping by. Thank you for uh, having me. All right, let's get rolling. We'll be back after this. Keeping you current on all things Elvis. The Morning Show Twitter account. Follow us now at Elvis Duran Show. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Hiring? ZipRecruiter has revolutionized how you do it. Their technology identifies people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. They find great candidates for you. Try it free today at ZipRecruiter.com slash Elvis. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. One of the things we love about our job, of course, other than the prestige. Oh, that's what it is? It brings us. <laughs> As you know, radio people were the bottom feeders of the entertainment world. Right by the carny worker. That's okay. <laughs> so one of the things we love uh, is the music, of course. We love the hits. We love the artists. We love the stories, not only about how they write the songs, but also when you can find an artist you truly, truly believe in, one who truly inspires you, you want to catch them just as they start to fly high. Yeah. That's why we want you to meet Arlisa. She's so happy. She's so fabulous. <laughs> she is fabulous. And we met Arlisa at the Today Show on NBC several weeks ago. Yes, we did. And she, she was like this on TV yeah. too. He doesn't bring everybody back here that he meets on the Today Show. So oh my no. gosh, don't say that because now I do. Now I feel great. Now I feel even better than I did before. Thank you. Thank you. Remember the, the day after I came back and I said, you've uh-huh. got to meet Arlisa. He, he did. He sees like she's wonderful. She's so pretty and she's so Aww. talented and she's bubbly. And yeah, he was excited. Thank you. So we dragged you downtown. Yes. I'm going to talk about your story. People love Mm -hmm. hearing uh, how you uh, started and how you got to where you are now and where you want to go. Because no matter what you do in life, you can apply some of the same uh, 
the same tactics and thoughts mm-hmm. and, and, and strategy yeah. to your life. So if I want to yeah. be an archaeologist, for instance, <laughs> which, we're just talking about dream jobs. Yeah. Lisa says that she actually, as a little girl, thought she wanted to be an archaeo- archaeologist. I, I did. I thought I did. I got all the books. I knew all the dinosaurs. Unfortunately, the only one I can remember is Tyrannosaurus Rex. Right. <laughs> so uh, the dream is long gone. But <laughs> but yeah, at the time, yeah, you know, I was I was all about it. That was what it was going to be until you know I found music. And wow. Yeah. You could be a singing archaeologist. I could be a singing. I'd be one of the first. You would be. Can you write a song about a pterodactyl? <laughs> I could give it a good go. I could. Well, look, it's all about dreams. You had dreams of. Being a musician, obviously. Oh, yeah. And oh, so yeah. tell tell us, well, first of all, where are you from? Well, I grew up in London. My mom is actually American. My dad is German, raised in the UK. So I got the accent. I don't, I don't hear an accent. Yeah, there's no accent. We're the ones with the accent. Right? To you, anyway. I love I love a good American accent. Well, the differences between our accents, also we were talking earlier about the difference between American humor and British humor. Yeah. Mm. We were talking to our Lisa earlier about British memes, mm-hmm. and I didn't get them. I'm like, yeah. I, don't, I don't get it. Very sarcastic. Oh, yeah. What is oh, the yeah. difference between American humor and British humor in, in your opinion? Yeah, I guess it's just... Um I guess British humor is more dry. Mm-hmm. It's quite, yeah, it, it is very sarcastic. Try to live with my husband. He's British. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, what? What? <laughs> He's like, it's funny. I, oh my, 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 yeah, no, I have a few friends who'll say things and I'm like, you sound so rude. Like, stop. Like, it's not funny. <laughs> They're so not you're acknowledging understand. that British humor is. Well, yeah, because I get, I get both of it because my, my mom is American. So I like grew up with that humor as well. And then, you know, also being around my friends. Very British, very dry. Sometimes I'm like, just I get really, I get really nervous that they're gonna offend somebody, and then I'm gonna have to like, I don't know, just take one for the team. I don't know. Well, what's great about you, Arlisa, and where you are in the world of the music business is, you know, I'd say 10, 15 years ago, if you wanted to start a music career, you had to get someone at a music label, yeah. a record company, as we used to call them, to like pay attention and like, take you under their wing. This and that. you started in a total DIY fashion where. You just started posting your music. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I, you know, I had written all this music and I didn't know what to do with it. And, you know, getting production is so expensive. It's such an expensive thing to do. And, you know, when you don't have those tools, you know, I was lucky. I had a friend who played piano amazingly. And I was like, can you take my basic chords and make them beautiful? And, um, you know, we did. And I posted um, my songs on Facebook because that was the outlet that I had. I had the internet, which is a great thing. And, um, you know, that spread, you know, I was getting like thousands of shares, like a song in particular, Hearts Ain't Gonna Lie. Um, I posted that. Um, just, I remember like posting it and then three minutes later, it was just like thousands and thousands of likes yeah. and That's shares. So weird. and Yeah. And That's I just, so fantastic. Oh, it was like the most amazing thing to witness. And um, yeah, you know, you just... Like, this is the day and age we live in. Like, we well, have course. the internet. We can do whatever we want. And um, and it's amazing because I feel like I know so many people who have these talents and they, and I'm, I was the same as well. So afraid. Like, what if people don't like it? You know what? The internet is so oversaturated anyway that if they don't like it, they're just not going to share it. Therefore, they're not going to see it. And you can just delete it anyway. <laughs> so you're fine. Like, you should just put your, like, put anything that you're doing, just put it out there. People well, want to see. And what's great about it is, of course, this is not an unusual, an unusual story at all. This is how it is. And yeah. it yeah. has been for several years now. And it definitely paid off for you. You know, by the way, if you're just turning us on, this is our Lisa. I'm about to play the song she was just talking it's about. So good. It's a different version <laughs> than the original you, you posted. Yes. Because yes. Jonah Blue. Yes. 
Huge, huge, uh, God, DJ and, uh, I mean, he would tell me, what is his, he does everything. And the yeah, guy, he, he could have us all killed. <laughs> Very powerful. He did, he did an amazing um, remix of Fast Car, Tracy Chapman, which is my, like, one of my favorite songs. And, you know, he actually contacted me on Facebook as well. And, um, you know, again, magic of the internet, power of the internet. And, um, you know, I didn't want to, you know, I'm not going to say no to that. I loved the remix he did. And we, um, yeah, like. We we got together. We got together, and we made a new uplifting version of a relatively sad song. Jonas Blue. I forgot his <laughs> S. <laughs> That's okay. He's going to have me killed, as I said. Well, anyway, so, it, of course, as I said, not an unusual story, but it doesn't work out for everyone. No, but she got one million streams in four days, so that's, Yay. like, ridiculous. Like, <laughs> ego. <laughs> Let's talk about that tattoo you have on your right hand. You that stole is, that from Mendez. Well, no, no. Let's tell the story. It's a, it's a swallow. It's a yeah. bird. It's a, yes, it's a little swallow. Um, I had it. You know, I think I did actually get it oh, probably like six years ago okay. now. So that's just very, saying. That's very yeah. important. You know that she got yes. this tattoo six years ago. Now it was two weeks ago that uh, Sean Mendez was sitting in the same sitting chair, in this very chair, and he showed us his swallow tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> In the but, same spot. <laughs> but he just got it. Yeah, he just got it. But now we're hearing Shawn Mendes' fans <laughs> are a little upset at you for stealing his swallow tattoo. Well, I mean, hopefully they're not upset. I have I have been getting a little, like, at Shawn Mendes, like, look at her hand. And I'm like, guys, I have the proof. I had it first. Doesn't matter. They're going to hate you anyway. No. <laughs> they will. They're, they're Can't crazy. Can't we just be like twins or something? Yeah. No. Can't we just like be best Maybe friends? Maybe this means you have to do a duet or something. Yeah. <laughs> Shawn Mendes fans want you to chop your hand off. <laughs> it's not the fair. The Mendes army. <laughs> anyway, of course, so what significance is the swallow is, is uh, to you, the, the bird? See, with for me, okay, so basically, funny story. Um, It was supposed to be a meadowlark. And for me, Meadowlark, it was supposed to mean like just being a really good person within. But when I actually went and got the tattoo and showed him what I wanted, he was like, okay, cool. And then he drew me a swallow and I was like, cool, um, that's not a Meadowlark. And he's like, yeah, it's a swallow. And I went, okay. <laughs> but it was like my first tattoo and I was adamant. I was like, I'm not leaving here without a tattoo. Well, oh, gosh, that first so, tattoo, because yeah. I've been grappling with it myself. Yeah. Because I, look, I'm... It's time for a tattoo. My <laughs> m- my counter is ticking down. You know what I'm saying? I only have a limited time left on earth. I should get my friggin' tattoo. And I don't know what, I don't know where. I, I got to get it done. So so you decided, I need I need a, a meadowlark or a bird. Yeah. And you, you made your decision. And you, I did. Are you happy you did it? I love this. I love this tattoo. Are you ready for another yeah. one? You know what? Because we have a tattoo oh, artist here. Come on in. <gasps> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Um, you know, I have three at the moment. I don't know. I feel pretty content with three. All right. There's memes about people who have three tattoos. Like, they think they know it all. Like, yeah, I have three tattoos. Like, ask me anything. Um, And, you know, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with being that three tattoo meme. <laughs> well, I, t- I tell you, Arlisa, with your song Hearts Ain't Gonna Lie, it's now getting a lot of attention here in the States. And we're going to play it here, whether you like Yay. it or not. And don't get Woo-hoo. mad at us. We're going to play your music. <laughs> Uh, what's next? I mean, you've got to be thinking about what's... Oh, but there's plenty more. What are you going to be doing next? Where are we going to see you? I want all of our listeners to get to know who you are because you're fabulous. Thank you. Um, You know, I have a few shows in the UK. If anyone just happens to be popping over right. um, in April, oh, now, next week, actually, um, come on over. 
Um, otherwise, you know, like I've been working on a lot more music. Last year, um, every song that I wrote, I basically just put out. Um, so I was like putting out one one song a month. But this time, I've been like accumulating a good amount of music, and um, you know, we've been really working on it, and it should hopefully end in a in an album in a little body of work. Yeah, that, see um... how that works. <laughs> well, what about collaborations? Have you started thinking about? Which Ooh. artist you would love to sit in a studio with? I mean, I would love to sit in the studio with Kendrick Lamar or Childish Gambino. Like, lo- there's, there's a lot of people. Oh, I keep banging the mic. I've got no spatial awareness. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to our hell. It's okay. I chipped a tooth on my mic one day. <laughs> That's a different story. Yeah, you don't want to hear that. I've got the video to prove it. Well, look, okay, so uh, Arlisa. And I remember the first time I met you, I was like, well, what, your name is very unusual. And you looked at me and she said, yeah. You said, yeah, I'm, I've got a screwed up name. Yeah. What's <laughs> yeah. so screwed up about Arlisa? I mean, it's just a made up spelling, really. I don't really know where. I mean, some people are like, it's Greek. Some people say, you know, something completely different. Um, it Also, there's two S's in my name. Right. And um, so it sounds like it should be Arlisa, but it is Arlisa. You heard it here first. All right. <laughs> Alisa, everyone. It's Arlisa. Yeah. And she had the swallow tattoo first. Exactly. Just to let it be very clear. Arlisa, A-R-L-I-S-S-A. I'm scared I'm going to get this, like, swarm of Sean Mendes. <laughs> Guys, I love Sean Mendes, too. Like, okay. we don't have to be. <laughs> well, now, if you say friends. you love Sean Mendes, they get mad because <laughs> no. they want to prove to you they love him more. I oh, mean, God. They're already taken anyway right now. We're all good. <laughs> You're not going to win with that. So, Arlisa and Jonas Blue, of course. This is heart to going to lie. Arlisa, thank you for coming Woo! in today. Thank Woo! you.
Celebrity Buzz Podcast with Garrett and gossip columnist Rob Shooter. There seems to be a little bit of a rivalry between Kate Middleton and Meghan. Yeah. My sources are saying it's absolutely true. The Celebrity Buzz Podcast. New episodes every week on the iHeartRadio app. iHeartRadio. Elvis Duran in the Morning. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. So I heard a story. Uh, some friends of friends of friends. People I don't even know. But they're people that know people I do know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the friends of friends of friends. Yeah. Uh, there was a bar mitzvah. And, uh, you know, the kids were dancing. Right. The, the parents were dancing. And there was a couple. There were a, a mom and a dad, and they had been drinking at the bar mitzvah. They were dancing, and they were caught smoking pot on, the, on the dance floor. On the dance floor at the bar mitzvah? I think they were actually vaping pot. Yeah. Oh. They were smoking pot, but they were vaping oh. it, thinking no one would smell it. Hey, look, when you vape, you can still smell it. You shouldn't right. be doing that on the dance floor in front of everybody. Well, at a bar mitzvah. Yeah, come on. I mean, we're, we have 14-year-olds. We have, you know, all their, all their friends. Come on. And they're out there, you know, dancing. Mom and dad, maybe, okay, I was, so I started making assumptions. Okay. Maybe they have kids, they never get to go out, and they're actually dancing, and they're drinking, <laughs> and they thought they would vape and smoke pot on the dance floor at a bar mitzvah. But you do that, like, in the corner outside if you have to do it, not in front right. of everyone. They made that a night to remember. Jeez, a weasel. I remember the time I caught my mom and dad smoking pot. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, damn. And even though they were always, like, they were always... They gave me the speech a couple of times. Don't smoke pot. Don't do illegal drugs because you'll go to jail. You'll never have friends. They'll put you in prison. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? I'm so. Uh, but so that, then, what do you say to them when you catch them? So, Ma, you going to prison? <laughs> I actually, well, I actually smoked with them. You did. I actually talked to my brother about this while we were on vacation. Okay. It was the weirdest thing. I, I walked around the corner. I got home, and they were on the back patio, and they were smoking. They were smoking a joint, and they were in. They were in their. 40s, 50s, 50s, 60s, 50s, they were, they, you know, anyway, yeah. they were up there. And so we laughed and I'm like, huh, I know you're smoking pot. And I said, I, I know what it smells like. I smoke it all the time. And it was actually, a, I felt like this is a bonding. No, wait, how old were you? I was like in, early in college. Okay. It was, I was very young. So anyway, so we sat down, I sat down with them and uh, I said, don't put it out. Let's, and I was almost like, you know, let's smoke together. Right. And so my mom, when it, when it came her turn to smoke, she pointed out in the yard and said, look, look at that giraffe over there. <laughs> so I would look the other way while she took a hit. Oh, see, it, she still wanted to protect you. I know. It's weird when you find your parents doing things that they don't want you to find them doing. Especially when you don't think they do those things, no exactly. matter what it is. Right. They're your parents. Exactly. Or if you, if you catch them having sex. Oh, God. Yeah. No way. Yeah, Frog, what's up? Do you remember ever as a little boy a time that you think you caught your parents doing it? Oh, no, I know for a fact when I did. Right. I, I do, I, too. You walked in and they were doing it. No, I didn't walk in, but I was trying to get their attention, and the door was closed and it was locked, and I knocked on the door, and my dad was very short with me. And so I know that, I, to this day, I know that's what they were doing. I'm sure of it. I've never asked oh. them, but I'm positive oh, that's what they no, were doing. I walked in and they were doing it. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Oh, and what did you do? Like, I, walked, I walked right back that, out. Because okay. you, you cannot erase that no. from your face, no, from it's, your memory. It scarred me for life. Yeah, totally. But you know what? Look, we, we put our parents on this pedestal, and we should. We, we, we need to have a level of respect for our parents. They deserve it. Yeah. And we need it in our lives. Mm -hmm. We need them to be our parents. Right. So when you see them doing something that isn't parental, it just kind of throws you. <laughs> it totally it throws does. you off. It you does. never caught your parents doing anything? I heard them. 
like, but I did, but I kind of like, yeah. you, know, you know, whatever, but I never, never caught them. And, and I don't even know if my mom knows what pot is, to be totally honest with you. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> yeah, no. So, I mean, scary. Remember you found your dad's stash in his underwear drawer? Yes. I was, I was like 10 years old and I'm like, I was looking for something else in his drawer and then I opened it up and I'm, and it was this blue, looked like a cookie tin. Like yeah. those, you know, those dance, like yes, aluminum yes. tins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I opened it up. And I'm like, I start smelling something weird, and I went to go bring it to my mother, and she said, "This is the medication for Dad to calm himself down." <laughs> <laughs> See, your mom was being very honest. Well, actually, she wasn't lying. <laughs> no, she's she's on it. Hello, Nick. How are you? Hi. How are you? What's going on, guys? <laughs> We're just sitting here talking about stuff we shouldn't be talking about. I guess I don't know. It's this real deal. Uh, you actually caught your mom making pot brownies. Yeah, she took my weed the day before, and I came home from school. And my house just reeks of pot, and she pulls a batch of brownies out of the off. Um, oh my gosh! Oh my so goodness! Your mom, just, your mom was digging in your stash. Your mom was digging yeah. in your stash. Took the whole thing. <laughs> wow. Well, so I mean, I guess if you're a parent, like, well, if you're going to smoke pot in my house, then I have a right to take what I want. This is my house. <laughs> exactly. I wow. make the rules. Anyway, so but you never did it with her. You never like partook with your mom. No, she never uh, agreed on that. Yeah, there Did she you give you a brownie? Secretive. Did she share the brownies? No, no, I couldn't <laughs> even find it after uh, she cooked them. There you go. All right, thank you, Nick. Tell your mom we said hi. <laughs> Very high. <laughs> I mean, it's one thing if your mom steals your pot to make brownies. It's another thing if she uses your Easy Bake Oven. Yeah, yeah, not good. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Not good. <laughs> anyway, uh, so... But parents, like I said, it doesn't have to be a pot thing. It can be a whatever. You caught them in the act. Yeah, like maybe they had like magazines, like, you know, porn magazines. I did catch oh, somebody. I found those too. Somebody in my yeah. family had porn magazines, and he used, to, he used to hide them in the vacuum cleaner. My This is my brother. The vacuum cleaner um, tube, what is it? The thing. The tube, you, yeah, yeah, whatever. So my mom couldn't vacuum one day, and she's like, I don't know, something's stuck in here. <laughs> and it was because my brother shoved his girly nudies up there. <laughs> I mean, he knows she's going to turn it on. I guess he didn't think about it. I don't know. Yes, she did. <laughs> but okay, but like the overarching theme here is yeah. m- parents are still people. Yeah, of course. But, you know, and they need to be your parents. Yeah. You know, the, most professionals will tell you, you need for them to be your parents more than your friends. Yeah. You have friends. Your parents need to be parental. They, you need them to guide you, to mm-hmm. keep you on the right path. Yeah. But every once in a while, they they slip up or, no, no, maybe every once in a while they get caught being real. Yeah. And we're not used to that. What's that, Scary? I found out my Uncle Bill was friends with Lucky Luciano, the infamous mobster. <laughs> right. And I, was, I couldn't believe it, and I didn't know any better. And he was always sitting there with his, with his friends in his T-shirt, stirring his uh, whiskey with his pinky. Yeah. Stirring the ice cube with in the whiskey pinky, glass. Did he have a pinky ring on? He, he, only, had, he yeah. only had one pinky. <laughs> exactly. And he used it to stir his whiskey into his coffee. That's right. But that's okay. It's fine. It's, it, we need to know that our parents are real people. They're human. They're 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 gonna make mistakes. My, my somebody in my family, I'm not gonna say who, found their mom's vibrator right. and threw it down the staircase when friends came over. Oh my God. <laughs> While their friends That's watched awesome. it roll across the living room. I think a parent came over to pick up their kid and the vibrator like landed right there. It's like here it is. <laughs> See, you're a parent. Yeah. And, you know, Brody, you're a parent. And Froggy, you're a parent. So sometimes. When you're, sometimes. So when, when your kids like discover you being oh. real, 
I mean, yeah. it, it kind of throws you a little well, bit. Well, even yesterday, like I was talking to my son Spencer because you know how much he loves Camila Cabello. And I said, oh my gosh, Spencer, guess what I did? So Camila's booby popped out of her shirt and, I'm, and in my head I'm going... Why am I telling him this story? And I'm like telling him this story, and then I realize that that's how I would normally just tell, talk to someone. Right. And then I realize I'm talking to my son, and I kind of backtracked, and he's just like, yeah, great story, Mom. I'm like, oh, damn it. <laughs> but you do things that you don't, you know. Well, I, I would think that I need to imagine what it's like being a parent. It's I not wa- easy. I want to be cool. Right. I want them to like me and not think that I'm like total, you know, just a total drip. But at the same time. You got to be their parent. Exactly. The balance. I don't, right. I don't envy Brody. He's got three girls. At least I got boys. <laughs> I end up going outside talking to uh, like my, my son and his friends, and, and Lisa will come out and go, you're really being inappropriate. But they're all laughing and having a good time. Yes. You think it's hilarious. So you think you're the cool dad all of a sudden, but you're <laughs> right. yeah, being the really wrong being thing. inappropriate. <laughs> I just, this is another reason I can't be a parent, yeah, because I, don't know, I wouldn't know where to draw that it's line. It's not good. Hello, Leslie. Hi, good morning. Leslie, uh, are you a parent? Or, or, or you caught your parents doing well, something? I'm, well, actually, I am a parent, okay. and I, but I caught my parents doing something. Um, when I was about six or seven, my parents didn't lock their door, so I walked in, mm-hmm. and I asked my dad what he was doing, and he told me that him and my mom were playing horsey. <laughs> so I got on my dad's back, and I said, giddy up. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh no. that was That moment wait, was lost. So what happened after that? I have to know. <laughs> Um, well, needless to say, they were done. My dad takes, gets me off him. My mom takes me to outside. They lock the door, and uh, they came out dressed really quick. Yeah, they're like, done. We'll, 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 then, you know, we'll, then on, they did lock their door. Yeah, from, exactly. It, they just wrote that off as a loss. We'll move on. Okay, yeah. Daddy, giddy up. Giddy up, Daddy. Yeah. The sad oh, thing is it was when Leslie was 21 years old. <laughs> <laughs> so, but now that you're a parent... I mean, do your kids ever catch you being a human and you, you're like, no, you, I don't want you to know this part of my life. This is mommy's life, like, not yeah. yours. I mean, of course. I mean, I learned from my parents, so I do lock, lock my door. That's what but, I was going to uh, say. That's what you learn from this, I, to lock your door. <laughs> well, my, I think it was my daughter was knocking on the door one day, and she goes, Mommy, why are you making those noises? Oh, oh. Lord. Oh, man. All right. Yeah. But you want it's the, the to thing be a is, parent. See, see, I always felt like I, I was so, so an awful kid because I wanted my parents' attention 100% of the time. They, When I was around or in the house, they were never allowed to just like, like be them. Yeah. So God knows what they did when I left the house. That's why I caught them smoking pot when they didn't know oh I was coming God. home. So wait, I love it. So did you, do you and your husband call it horsey now? No, no. Yeah, giddy up. All right, Leslie. Thank you very much. You know this I've always wanted to talk to you and and I'm a redhead. Yeah, that's right. All right, well, thank you, redheaded. Thank you guys so much. I'm a redhead, too. I pay a lot for this color. Giddy up. <laughs> right. Uh, hello, Justin. Hey, how y'all doing? Doing okay. It wasn't you that found your mom's stuff. Uh, what happened? All right, so when I was like six or seven years old, uh, my ferret would always find all of my toys and chew his heads off. Well, finally, he found one of my mom's toys. And chewed that head off. Oh. And it was the funniest thing. I didn't know what it was because I was only like six years old. But when I grew up, I was like, that's what that thing was. Oh. (laughs) So your ferret chewed your mom's toy's head off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is not good anymore. Throw this away. Mommy will go buy a new one. (laughs) Wow. All right. Well, thank you, Justin. And thank right, and, and you know and, and let's hear let's hear it for your ferret back in the day. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> you, finally, we talked to Amanda. Hello, Amanda. 
Good morning. Good morning. Your parents are allowed to be people. They just don't want you to see it. So what happened? Absolutely. So one year, my mom decided to cook us an awesome Valentine's Day breakfast, and I had had a girl's slumber party that, you know, the night before. My brother was about six or seven years old, and he said, hey, mom, I have a surprise for you. Comes down and starts to give her a massage. And when she gets curious, she turns around and says, what is that? Turns out it was her toys. Her vibrator. Oh. Yeah. Her vibrator. Not good. I know, but there, it's a massage <laughs> machine <laughs> device. Yes, it is. Absolutely. One form or another. Whatever does the job. And there you go. Oh, the worst is the next morning when like, Mom, was Daddy hurting you last night? Because you were yelling. You seem to be in pain. <laughs> and uh, we got Jody on. Hi, Jody. Hi. So what did you find your mom doing when she wasn't being your friend? <laughs> okay, so we had this hotel on a lakefront. So prom night, that's kind of where the after party was. Oh, we love prom night at the lake. Oh, yeah. yeah, go ahead. So I left the room literally for five seconds. Come back in. My mother is shotgunning a beer and then starts lecturing us that we didn't save her any joints. Yeah. Oh, come on. Wow. <laughs> she did not want to be your friend. She wanted to be your She wanted to be your friend, not your mom. Yeah. She had, right. And she had never done anything like this before, ever. It was kind of like once we hit 18, it's like, all right, free for all. We're all done. <laughs> <laughs> now you're on your own. Yeah, yeah I raised you. Now I'm done. <laughs> Am's great. All right, Jody. thank oh, you. Oh, my God. So in closing, once again, this is why I can't be a parent. Yeah. I would not know where to draw that line. You know, I could loan you my kids for a couple days. See how you do. Hey, Junior, <laughs> go get Daddy some edibles. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can just imagine Spencer's face. What? Uh, go what make Daddy want? a martini like I taught you. <laughs> <laughs> I think Preston and Elvis would have a great time together. Oh, Preston's party central. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I, I don't, we don't need that. Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran in the morning show. In today's connected world, it takes just one weak link and your personal information can get into the wrong hands. Good thing New LifeLock with Norton now has protection for your identity and devices. Join at LifeLock.com and use promo code Elvis for an extra 10% off your first year. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. Ready? Yep. Let's go. Dear Elvis, I threw a birthday party for my two-year-old son this past weekend. And, of course, I hired a guy to come over dressed as Mm Spider-Man. Well, Kathy goes on to say that she and her husband have this little secret where she likes it when guys dress up in costumes. (laughs) So she's going to phone tap her husband and uh, describe. You'll hear a description in this phone tap where she may have come a little too close to Spider-Man. So let's see how it works. Kathy, thank you for the email. Kathy is phone tapping her husband. Danielle starts the call to Len, the husband, as the manager of the company that rented out Spider-Man. And then Scary Jones comes on as the guy who was dressed as Spider-Man. Let's listen in to today's phone tap. Hello? Kathy, please. Uh, She's not in right now. May I take a message? Uh, Who am I speaking with? Uh, This is Len, her husband. Oh, okay. Len, this is uh, Lisa Hartley from Parties. This is not what I learned. Yeah? You had a party this past weekend for your son? Oh, yes, yes. And we sent a Spider-Man out there to yes. uh, entertain everyone? Yes. Okay, he is upset because he says that your wife groped him. What? No, absolutely not. My wife would never do that. Do you mind talking to him? Because he's here in my office right now, and he's very upset. Yeah, put him on the phone. Okay, hold on one second. Her husband's on the phone. Hello? Yeah. Okay, well, I was dressed as Spider-Man. That was me in the costume. The kids were, you know, were having their pizza. Everybody was having a good time. And then all of a sudden, I just felt this tug 
You gotta be kidding me. It was your my wife. wife. Would never do that. You're accusing my wife of being a floozy, and that's not the case. No, I was shocked myself. I couldn't believe it. I was like, is this woman really trying to grab at my my, my twig and berries? Maybe you're maybe you're a little confused because I just think that this is absolutely impossible, to be honest. Lisa, why doesn't this guy believe me? Sir, it's me again. He's not going to come back here and say some woman grabbed his junk when she didn't. I was there. I was at the party. I didn't see any type of yeah, okay, but I'm sure of the junk or anything like and that's that. That's not all. She tickled my ass. Oh, well, that's great. And she tickled his ass now, on top now of it. Now he's new uh, accusations in. Well, you know what? We didn't get to tell you everything because you're really not taking us seriously. She wanted me to do an upside down kiss with her. Oh, that's great. Are you kidding me? What is he trying to pull? There's no way. My wife would never do that. We get her on the phone right now. We'll clear this all up. I think this guy is full of There's no way that happened. Kathy, you there? Hello? I got um, Spider-Man and the company from the party last weekend on the phone here. Who? And uh, Spider-Man who came to uh, Richie's party. Okay. I got his manager on the phone, and she says he's complaining that he was basically sexually harassed at Richie's party. Well, I mean, I don't think I sexually harassed him. You grabbed his junk. You tickled his ass. Apparently, you wanted to upside-down kiss him like the movie. You're out of your mind. I can't believe you would do that. Your own mother was there. Was your mother in on it? Were you guys doing, like, a little uh, something I don't know about? disgusting. What is wrong with you? What's wrong with me? I'm at Richie's party tying up balloons. You're in the corner doing no, Toby Maguire with Spider-Man. I don't know what's going on. We're, we're talking in the den, and I sat on his lap. I mean, if he's going to make something more than that, then then that's not my fault. You sat on his lap? What I'm are you sitting on his lap for? We I'm like, what the hell would have happened if I wasn't there? I'm at the party. You're in the other room sitting on his lap? I was in the den are you kidding me? We were we were talking. He was, you know, he he's in that costume. What do you want me to do? Are you kidding me? Are you me? This is the type of you pull in our own house. If that one was here, do you think I'd be touching her skin? But you, but no, you are out of your mind. We are calling Dr. Livingston back. We are going back to therapy. No, no, you have to listen to this man because he's blowing it out of I already talked to him. You're done. We're not living in a comic book. I'm packing up all your. Wonder Woman, your Catwoman, all your little freak little outfits that you got. All that is out. We are done. Len? Yeah. This is Danielle Monaro and Scary Jones from Elvis Duran in the Morning Show, and you just got phone tapped. <laughs> yes, you're in on this. I would never sit on Spider-Man's lap. You I was about to leave my wife in about two minutes. Well, I'm glad we got to learn about all her fetishes. That was nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm still throwing out all your costumes. Elvis Duran phone tap. This phone tap was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. All right, as you know, we are so excited. Bags are already packed, oh, ready yeah. to hop on board our Norwegian Bliss. I cannot. I am so excited about this. I'm counting it down. You know, I've been thinking about this, Danielle, and yeah. Froggy and Scary and Straight Nate. Uh, this is the newest, brightest, most fabulous ship in the world. Yes. It's within the top five of the most massive ships in the world. 
But ours is the newest, so it's the best. It is the best. <laughs> it right. is, the, and plus, it's we're the godparents. There's no ship like it in the whole world because it's they don't have us as godparents. It's ours. It is ours. Right. So that makes it better. We're not the parents. If we were the parents, we'd be responsible. The godparents, <laughs> we have fun on the ship, and we're tired of it. We give it back. <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying? That's how it works. That's what godparents do. Now, right. let me give you another reason why you need to go on to Norwegian Cruise Line's website and book a trip on Norwegian Bliss. The entertainment is second to none. We have just officially announced we're adding this Broadway caliber original production called Havana. I can't wait. That Doesn't it look amazing? Havana. It does. Yes. You know what? We ripped off Camila Cabello. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, anyway, it's developed by Norwegian in collaboration with director Warren Carlyle, who's won Tony Awards. He's a choreographer, a director, everything. Beautiful costumes. It's a Cuban-American theme going on. Beautiful sets that are designed by people that are in the set business. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's huge. Uh, the music, the color, the romance, it's all... It's like going to Havana without actually going to Havana. <laughs> now, Elvis, I think you said the name wrong. I think it's Havana, na, na, na. I can't say Havana without na, na, na after it now. I think so. I was thinking the same thing. When you come on board, ask for seats to witness Havana, na, na, na. Right. <laughs> we had Jersey Boys announce their show on uh, Norwegian Bliss a couple of weeks ago. Now, Havana. So make sure nah, you nah, go nah. Havana, na, na, na. Go to Norwegian Cruise Line's website, which is... NCL.com. NCL.com. Check out Norwegian Bliss and all their ships and all the places they sail, but especially ours, because it's going to go someplace you want to go. Check it out now at NCL.com, and we welcome our new production, Havana. Na, na, na. Na, na, na. Na, na, na. (laughs) So as you know, several weeks ago, our buddy Damien McGinty was in here. Oh, he was so cute. Everyone fell in love with him. He is adorable. His eyes would mesmerize. (laughs) Anyway, he first came on the scene, for us anyway, in the Glee Project. He won that. Then he was featured on the show Glee. Yeah, and they loved him so much, they had him come back. Exactly. Also, he's a member of Celtic Thunder. Yes. All right. So anyway, our our buddy Damien has an EP out called No More Time. I downloaded it the other day. His music music is great. Of course, the original song released was this one. I want to play it for you because I want to show some love to Damien McGinty. This is Slow Dance. Another big fan trying to beat the clock Out of breath, out of steam Time is a race, I'm running The city lights, they come and go Another town, another show Counting down the days till I get home Loving you is a slow dance I wanna make every moment last I wanna take it slow, take it slow, yeah Time stands still, foot on the brakes Breathe you in, soak you up When I'm with you, I can't get enough Get enough, get enough. Loving you to slow dance I wanna make every moment last I wanna take it slow, take it slow, yeah Cause this world's been so fast Before we know the future is the past I wanna take it slow, take it slow, yeah Loving you is slow, 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 slow dance. Loving you is slow, 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 slow dance. 
When I'm with you, my heart beats one. When I'm with you, my heart beats one. When I'm with you, my heart beats one. When I'm with you, loving you to slow dance. I wanna make every moment last. I wanna take it slow, take it slow, yeah. 'Cause this world's been so fast. Before we know the future is the past. Loving you to talked about last week revamp one of the new elton john tribute albums one of two that's out Mm -hmm. and this one one of my favorite songs by elton benny and the jets done by logic and pink and it rolls us out of here until tomorrow say peace out everybody peace out everybody Serving food to writing rhymes for Elton John, the greatest of all.